Hey, girl. <laughs> Nothing much. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Good. I'm just recording the girls just want to have fun <laughs> podcast. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> we have my dog, Buster, here. Yes. In bed. He came to help. Um, that's where I'm at. I have my candle burning. Ready for this? Ready for this episode? We are ready for another week. Yes. Hopefully, you guys have all listened to our first two episodes. If not, um, give this one a pause and listen to our first two because they're really funny. Do some soul searching and figure out why you didn't listen. Yeah, give this one a pause. Do some soul searching, and then watch our other two. Stop everything you're doing to watch those two. Stop. Yeah. We talk we introduce ourselves, so we won't get into that on this one. And then we also talk about how to maintain long distance friendships because we're just the best. Point <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, blank. <laughs> <laughs> Episode over. <laughs> In all seriousness, if you haven't checked out those other two, my name's Luke. My name is Mary. And we are B from across the nation. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh, well, we're so happy to be back to record another episode. Um, Today we'll be talking about life as a dance major. Yes. Mary and I both have a lot of experience with, um, and dance is something that definitely shaped my life a lot, and yeah. I, assume, I think Mary as well. Yeah, for sure. We love dance. Um, but before we get into that, we do want to touch on a heavier subject before we move forward, just because, um, I'm not sure exactly when this episode will be going up, but it is currently June 4th right now, and there is a lot happening in the world regarding race and inequality, so we just wanted to touch on that before we jump in, because it just doesn't feel right to kind of... Um, just say what kind of our thoughts are and what we're doing to try and help. Yeah, yeah. Like, when, when you said, like, it, it wouldn't feel right because I know, especially, like, I've been, like, really trying to, like, educate myself a lot or mm-hmm. it's just been on my mind a lot, um, especially now, which I understand that that's kind of my white privilege talking that... <laughs> now because it's in the media and because it's yeah. so everyone is talking about it so much now it's on my mind and on my heart so much where right. i understand for a lot of other people like in the black community it's on their, literally on their mind all all too often so um yeah we just wanted to address it um it's tragic it's, like i don't know like it's, such a, hard, it's a hard thing because i mean we're both white we don't know what it's like <laughs> Um, it's in that situation, which we're lucky to not, but um, we've been trying our best to educate ourselves. Um, we actually took a dance class together on Monday through um, a choreographer, and all the proceeds went to um, the Black Lives Matter uh, Foundation um, for resources. Um, we both we've bought um, T-shirts for Black Lives Matter. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of ways you can help besides donating. You don't have to donate and buy things to show your support. Um, 
think we're both also trying to really educate ourselves by watching documentaries and reading podcasts, things like that. Um, um, and I think we're not like by no means trying to say that by us, you know, doing oh, yeah. things or, or donating or whatever, like is going to solve right quick like okay like i'm a good white person now like i like i we're not saying that right i don't think but um because we understand like this is a, a systematic mm-hmm. issue that mm-hmm. um really needs to be stopped and i'm really hopeful that like we're on our way to that yeah because it's something that should have never happened like should have never happened yeah, I cannot believe that this is still happening. Um, it makes me sad and makes me angry. Um, but we're doing our best to try and educate ourselves and um, just learn more about this because um, we both, I mean, we've always been Black Lives Matter. That's never, it's not like a new thing that we're like, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter. But it's upsetting that it's taken me so long to kind of like really educate myself on it now that it's gotten so badly i wish i've done it sooner which i'm sure a lot of people are thinking um yeah um share i found i I came across an instagram an igtv video by this account at candace m reed on instagram Mm -hmm. um just today like this, just like the last video I watched, so I was just thinking about it. But on the video, she uh, she's a black woman, and she was talking about how everyone has a different voice, and like mm-hmm. everyone is discovering it differently. And like sometimes, a lot of now, what's happening is people are trying to say, "Oh, what's the next step? How can we get to like what are we going to do?" Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been talking about, you know, I'm very hopeful, and how we can just move forward. Whether it's like maybe your job is to protest, uh, maybe your job is to talk about it, maybe your job is to donate, um, educate yourself, but maybe your job is to sit back and listen. Maybe yeah. your job is to write. Maybe your job is to right. like, dance. Like maybe your job, you know, there's so yeah. many different things and there's so many different roles that we all play. Yeah. So she was talking a lot of, a lot about that and how. For her, she's like a more gentle person, so she is. It's um, she was talking about how she can like really capitalize or not capitalize, how she can really augment that and use that to further um, yeah the mission, like so that she can like be gentle and be loving, because um, that's what she was saying. Like this is what it's all about, like love. Yeah, everything should be done in love, and I know like. Personal, like like me, that's easy to say because I'm not being oppressed. Like I, mm-hmm. like I'm not. You know, I understand that some people are so angry. Like, and I think, like, oh my gosh, like I, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like, yeah, like anger is like for 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 sure. Like for I, a very good reason. <laughs> um. So yeah, just trying to figure out. Um, what you can do and what your part is and making sure that you you follow through with that. Right. Definitely. So we want to just touch on that and I guess we'll just leave it. Yeah. Do what you can um, and vote, please. 
Please vote if you take anything from this. Get out and vote, people. Get out and vote. Very important. Also, we put a few links um, in our description if you feel called to donate. Yeah. Or some petitions to sign, anything. Um, anything helps. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we'll just, yeah, we'll touch on that. Um, touch on that before yeah. we get to our stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on a bit of a lighter note. So, our episodes, we start them by saying what our favorite thing of the week is. It can be a song, a TV show, a food, activity, anything. Hmm. So Luke, what's your favorite thing this week? Okay, well, my favorite thing is something that Mary and I have in common. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> is Michael Evans bailing from... <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> if you don't know who he is, he plays Jordan on the TV show, the CW show, All-American, which is a great show. Mary, Great actually, show watched it before I did. I'm still in season one. And she's like, you have to watch this. So I'm watching it. And, and, uh, well, that well, is well, beautiful. It's so true. Beautiful. Start by saying everyone on the show is so attractive. So attractive. <laughs> beautiful. Like, I don't know how they do it. Everyone is so beautiful. Um, And he's just, yeah, like, Mary and I were, <laughs> we're obsessed talking. with him. <laughs> um, talking on the phone the other night and just looking at we ended up looking at <laughs> yeah. his images just like his headshots and stuff and we were, I was, we were just, just admiring <laughs> so um, yeah that also ties into like I'm also watching this show right now enjoying that Mary's actually texting him they're having yeah I was, gonna, I was gonna say can I add um, so Michael on his Instagram I'm not sure which post it is but he posted a phone number and was like, hey guys, like, text me anything. And I was like, what? So I texted that number. And it was like a, I got a message back. It was like a, you know, like a pre-written text that goes to everyone. It was like, oh, Michael, he'll text you back. Whatever. So a, about a week goes by. And I'm sitting on, in my family room on a Saturday morning for my sister's Zoom graduation. And I get a text. We're watching the Zoom on my computer, mind you. And I get a text from Michael Bailing. And I'm like... My jaw dropped in the middle of the graduation. And I don't think, again, stop stop the Zoom. (laughs) But, again, I think it was a pre-written text, but I'm just going to believe that it was personally written for me. Um, You know. So I texted him. I said, I love you. And I asked if me and Luke can Zoom with him. And I still have not heard back. So stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. Maybe he can be a special guest. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Stay tuned. Yeah, so we love him. Yeah, okay, so Mary, what's your favorite? My favorite of the week, okay. So I love food, I love cooking and stuff. Yeah. Um so recently Sprinkling of Health at Sprinkling of Health. Yeah. Follow me at Sprinkling of Health. Go to my website, sprinklingofhealth.com. By the time this is up, my web my website will be up. Uh, check that out. Um, anyway, <laughs> I've been recently, for Taco Tuesday, I've been making this taco casserole for my family. And it's made with cauliflower tortillas by the brand Cauli Power. 
tortillas. I either make it with chicken or beef, depending on, like, what we have. With salsa, I cook the chicken in salsa and, like, taco seasoning. And then I layer, like, the tortillas, the chicken, cheese, tortillas, chicken, cheese, and bake it. It is so good. Like, I'm sorry to toot my own horn, but it's good. And I know that it's good because... (laughs) I know it's good because my mom likes it, and it's cauliflower tortillas, and she's not into the healthy things that I like. Um, So when I first made it, I did not tell her it was cauliflower tortillas. And then after she was finished, I was like, oh, that was cauliflower, and she couldn't even tell. So that's a new family favorite recipe. Mm. Do you like cauliflower crust pizzas? I haven't really had cauliflower crust pizzas. I've I've tried it from the, that brand. It was a little weird. Um, but I'd be open to trying it again. I know Trader Joe's makes a good cauliflower crust. Mm. I think I've had... I think I've had theirs. Oh, no. You know where I had cauliflower crust pizza at? True Food Kitchen. Ooh. If you've ever been, if you're ever in LA, True Food Kitchen in Santa Monica. Yum. If you've ever been, you know, maybe if you liked it. I don't know. Maybe you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Love it. So those are our favorites of the week. Mm-hmm. That's your favorite of the week. Woo-hoo. Should we hop right into the episode? Let's hop right in. in. <laughs> I'll stay right in. <laughs> stay right in. Ha-ha. Yeah, so, um, as we said, dance uh, has played a major part in our lives. Mm-hmm. I'm currently a dance major at the USC Glory Coffin School. I am about to go into my third year. Ah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so I I guess I'll talk about... Yeah, give us a little background about yourself and dance. Yeah, so background, I started dancing when I was nine. I started, that's when I started taking classes. Because I used to do musical theater. And then a friend taught me, like we, we were in a show together and he was teaching me how to do different steps and things like that and I was like oh my gosh like, this is so fun so he was like come to my bring a friend to dance class so I came to a class and I liked it and then my mom was like do you want to do it so I did class and then I started doing ballet classes so then that was at a studio and then that studio became a comp- uh, well it always was a competition studio and then I started dancing on the competition team in like middle school and then I transferred to another, or I went to a different studio in high school, which was also a competition studio. So I kind of grew up in that competition convention group circuit. Um, but then I was also doing some classes and performances with the ballet studio. Um, went to some intensive, like, Joffrey! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then I decided I was lucky enough to be able to pursue dance as a major um, in college. So I went for a few different schools and ended up at USC and super grateful. Yeah, so um, that's kind of how we got here. It's how we got here. It literally is because we met through dance. Yeah, yeah, we met through dance. Shout out to dance. We love you. 
And Mary, so Mary's two years older than me. Mm-hmm. The year after we met, Mary was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. So she was going through the process of auditioning for colleges and stuff. So I feel bad because I couldn't really help you, but <laughs> the insight for then two years later when I was auditioning. So yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Well, I love right. that. What about you, Mary? Um. So I began dancing at the age of three. I have two sisters and we all dance. Um, so it's always been a part of our lives. I started dancing at the age of three and then um, in fourth grade, I joined the competition team at my studio where we competed. I danced in jazz, ballet, tap, lyrical, I guess you could say. Um, I did not do hip hop. I did hip hop one year when I was very little, um, but my only hip hop that I've done is at like conventions and things like that. Um, so I continued dancing all throughout high school. I stayed doing competitions and yeah, I went to Joffrey summer going into my senior year. And I also did the rocket summer intensive that year as that summer as well. So that was a big summer that kind of made me realize that I wanted to dance in college. Mm -hmm. Um, so that my senior year I I auditioned for a few schools and I decided on Point Park University in Pittsburgh and I started off as a dance major there in 2016 and I actually left Point Park after my first semester of sophomore year just because um, I kind of lost my passion for dance and it just wasn't really serving me like it should. I wasn't really enjoying myself. Um, I go into more detail on this actually in a blog post on my website. So if you want to read more about it and get uh, more in depth with that, you can check it out. Uh, Sprinklingofhealth.com. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so now I'm at Drexel. I'm a nutrition major, but I still dance with their dance ensemble. So that is my dance journey. Mm-hmm. And here we are now. Dance brought us here. Dance still in your life. Mm-hmm. But you found your passion in your path. Yes. We love that. Yeah. So we both, Luke is still a dance major. I was a dance major. So we do, we both uh, have some experience with what life is like. So we're just kind of, kind of talk about our personal experience with it experiences with it similar yeah how they're different how it's impacted us yeah so i guess wait sorry go ahead i was gonna say yeah (laughs) 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 just when you said impacted us i was like oh yeah like that yeah yeah definitely impactful for sure yeah so i guess We'll start with what a day in the life is like as a dance major for us. You know, what a typical scheduled day looks like. Obviously, not in quarantine. Oh, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, the good old days. If you want to know what our lives are like, dance life in quarantine. Yeah. You can do that episode if you want. Right. Yeah, that's a whole other episode, so. 
basically for me it's like lay in bed until you're looking at it it's us talking about nothing <laughs> that's what a life is like in quarantine <laughs> i have been laying in bed until like the minute i'm supposed to be in zoom class <laughs> yeah myself pretend that i wasn't just asleep <laughs> yeah it's funny because when luke's in california there's a three hour time difference so i'm <laughs> ahead yeah i'm ahead by three hours mm-hmm. so sometimes i'll text him in the morning and i know he won't respond for a long time because of the time difference so i like it's fine and it's just <laughs> funny because i'm like oh like now luke's home so whenever i text him he'll respond so i'll text him at like 10 30 maybe in the morning <laughs> <laughs> he won't respond or anything till like one o'clock sometimes you know yeah you thought i was gonna respond i know it's, it's funny i'm like wow so joke's on me <laughs> um yeah so true listen i've been definitely taking advantage of time as you should i'm very grateful that i can that i have time to sleep and i don't yeah. have things because to do or like things that's that cool like, yeah so give us the rundown of what your life is like at school, because it's obviously so different than right now. Right. So at school, uh, a typical day, I have two technique classes in the morning, ballet, every day at 9 o'clock, uh, and that goes for an hour, 20 minutes, and then we have a 10-minute break, and then we have a second technique class um, every other day, or two days out of the week at USC was is a contemporary class and two days out of the week is a hip-hop class and then the fifth day friday is usually a partnering class so freshman year had classical partnering classical sorry classical ballet partnering second year i had contemporary partnering um you know you know you know and that's one of the things that you receive oh, oh oh second year we had this semester instead of contemporary technique, uh, we had jazz technique. So that's one of the things that I'm re- really grateful about for USC that I didn't expect I would be so grateful for going in is exposure to hip hop and jazz mm-hmm. and other dance practices that derive from Africanist dances, mm-hmm. dance forms, African diasporic dance forms. Yeah. Growing up, I was always like jazz, kickball change, or like fierce like you know um and hip-hop was yeah like mary said like what you do like i did at conventions mm-hmm. you know but i have come to learn the uh about where it comes from um why it got there i really urge you if you're interested in dance or not i urge you to like look into the history of hip-hop um specifically because that like really infiltrates our society this is going to on a tangent that like really like infiltrates our society. Um, and a lot of times it's appropriated. So, um, anyway, learning a lot about hip hop and jazz closer to what the authentic forms are, you know, coming from, uh, black culture and the oppression that they had to deal with and still deal with, unfortunately. Um, but that have led to these practices and then, Okay, so where was I? Okay, so I just finished my two classes. <laughs> then I usually have like a lunch break, uh, usually for like two-ish hours, um, where I have like a GE or a writing class or oceanography I took this semester. And then after that, usually have rehearsal 
two to five, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday and Thursday, we would have two to five of maybe composition or improvisation uh, in one block, and then another block, maybe an academic dance class, like dance and new media, world perspectives on dance, dance colloquium, um, kind of a variety of things. Uh, yeah, and then Friday nights are reserved for rehearsals. That's like usually, so we we have like a break from 5 to 5.30 and then 5.30 to like 9.30 or 9 is reserved for rehearsals, not used every week and mostly just for when artists and residents come. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, ooh, there's times rehearsed. They're changing the times. I think now it's 10 to four or something. It used to be like 12 to six. Um, but yeah, those six hours reserved on Saturdays. Again, not every Saturday. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my academic schedule. And then in between there, you know, you have time for lunch and dinner, um, breakfast in the morning and rehearsals for projects that you're working on either in class or outside of class. Um, yeah, so it's, it's yeah. pretty busy, but, um, I, is busy. I like to be busy with yeah. dance. So, um, I think, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, I also want to say next, uh, this coming junior year and senior year will probably focus will kind of shift. Um, I don't have to take certain classes. I don't have to take uh, rep, which means I don't, I won't, if I don't take rep, I won't have those rehearsals um, built into my schedule, probably because I'll be focusing on other things um, or not. I don't know. Like, it's kind of like you can pick yeah. what you need. Um, I think also there's a certain point in technique where you don't have to take ballet every day. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not positive what that looks like. But yeah, that's really long. If you're still here, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, Luke, is his schedule super busy? Um, I don't know how you do it. It's crazy. You're busy too. Yeah. Um, when I went to LA last year, for I think for a day, I went. I think it was Friday, and Luke had class. So I was just kind of like hanging out on campus, but yeah, I was walking around like she's a student. Yeah, I love it. But Go yeah, on. I was amazed. You were so busy all day. Um, but I definitely think it's what you're meant to do and where you're meant to be. This is real. <laughs> That's exactly where I'm supposed to be. Demi, if you're watching, Joe Jonas, if you're watching. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Walk us through your day. Okay, so freshman year at Point Park, I feel is, well, I don't really have experience for junior and senior year. But I think freshman year, you're taking the most technique classes because they want you to be exposed to as many as you can. Because you're at the end of your freshman year, you have to declare a concentration, whether it is ballet, jazz, or modern. I ended up with modern. But um, so freshman year, we had 8 o'clock a.m. ballet every morning, Monday through Friday. Oof. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I I don't know how I did it. Um, and I only missed one class, which I'm very 
proud of and know how. But yeah, that was rough. So I'm I'm gonna try and remember the times of classes and see. Okay, we had ballet from eight to nine twenty, I believe. All the classes were an hour and twenty minutes. So then we had ballet from eight to nine twenty, and then from nine thirty to ten fifty, we had um an academic class. So I either had I took a music class for dancers. I took an English class, um, a public public speaking class. So that whatever semester it was, that's usually where that class would go. So right after ballet, we had class, and that ended at ten fifty. And then from eleven to twelve twenty, we either had another academic class or we had a break. So I think one semester I had a class both times, and then one semester I had a break. So I would probably have lunch then. And then from 1 to 2.20, we had jazz. And then from 2.30 to 4.10, maybe? 4 something, I don't know, 4 something, we had modern. And then we either had a break then and stopped, or I think my second semester I had ballroom from like 4.30 to 6. And that was a typical day for me, and... It was very different coming from my studio because I did not dance as much at home. I only danced, you know, after school for a few hours each day, where at Point Park, my freshman year, I was dancing between like 25 to 30 hours a week. So it was a big change. I loved it. It was a lot, but I grew a lot my freshman year. Um, Sophomore year was kind of different since we declared... Uh, concentration. I had modern every day, but then I only had ballet three times a week and jazz two times a week instead of every day. So that was nice. I had a contemporary partner in class. I took an improv class, a dance composition class. Um, I took a business class because I planned on minoring in business. And that was my day. It didn't start as early in my second year, which was nice. Um, yeah, so I think our days were structured kind of similarly, but a little different. What time did the classes start the second year? I think I had ballet at 9 o'clock. Or nine 9.30. So that was very nice. Well, next year, sorry to make this about me, but next year... <laughs> At USC, ballet classes for upperclassmen start at 10.30. Wow. You don't have to be sleeping. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so nice. Big class, like, before, like, a, a morning class. But um, I don't personally see that in my future. Actually, they might change. Ignoring said that, that, they might change that. We can go back. Yeah. Let's go back to you. <laughs> well, no, that makes sense because I know at Point Park, the older you got, the later your classes started. You know, the 8 a.m. awful time was kind of reserved for freshmen every year. Kind of your um, initiation <laughs> into the program. Weed some people out through that. Luckily, I wasn't weeded out by that. So, you know. Like, listen, that is hard. Like, to get up early every day and start, like, moving your body in, like, Ugh. abnormal ways. Yeah, I would say that's a big test. Yeah, I in the beginning, you know, I'll get there really early, warm up, uh, you know, and then by the end, I would, 
you know, walk in five minutes before class and right. <laughs> um, you know, still made it on time. I'll never get my first day of class. Everyone was like so quiet, warming up, like so early. No, no, no. <laughs> We're running in. But also, that is a test, I think, for like how well, like, uh, okay, this is for anyone who's like interested in going to college. Mm-hmm. It's like definitely I suggest looking at their schedule and what they like because if, if like you can, don't see yourself like getting up really early to go to ballet class, that is totally yeah. like maybe yeah. like ballet isn't your thing, but also maybe that means that 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 school might prioritize ballet. Like if you see ballet right. is like X amount of times, like it oftentimes it's for a reason, um, mm-hmm. a systematic thing. Um, Cause you know how like a lot of times ballet is seen as like the hierarchy of dance. Like I don't agree with that, but yeah. um, just like something to keep in mind uh, when you're like looking at schools, trying to find. Right. Best. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think that Point Park is known to be a quote-unquote ballet school. Mm. Um, I think it's more jazz-based, modern-based. Um, but I do think it's good that we have ballet every day freshman year because I definitely, definitely think my technique got stronger. Um, it definitely benefited. I don't think I would want to have it every day all four years. I think it's a little excessive. But that first year, I think it's good for that kind of foundational year. Um, yeah Mm -hmm. but i did love my we never did modern at my studio growing up you know we did lyrical jazz but we never did traditional modern i went to a summer intensive the summer before going into my freshman year um with my home teachers and we did you know horton traditional modern and that was kind of my first well and at at joffrey we did it (laughs) um but i love that so my freshman year my first semester was Graham, and I had never done Graham, heard of Graham. It was so different. And for those of you that, that don't know, you're pretty much sitting on the floor for a good portion of the class. Very slow at first. And I'm someone I like to move. I like to, you know, go across the floor or do something. And it was very hard for me that first semester. I was like, is this really my modern class all semester? I'm sitting on the floor. And my teacher amazing she knew martha graham personally like she was a student like so she knew what she was talking about but she was very particular in the beginning so it took us a long time to actually get up off the floor and that was very to learn all the all the little yeah nuances um but then my second what's up all wasn't it like so tiring like on the floor you're like on the floor you're like my hips were like cramping up every two seconds (laughs) oh my gosh yeah but then my second semester, we did Limon and kind of Horton combined, and that was amazing. Yeah, Horton. Amazing. I like Horton. Love Horton. <laughs> yeah, I just have to move like that. Mm. Do you guys do modern at... I know you do modern, but, like, what kind of modern do you guys do? So we actually don't really do, like, quote modern. Mm-hmm. We do, like, our classes are called contemporary. Um a lot of times they take ideas from a lot of different practices. So um, freshman year, we worked with 
Patrick Corbin, who was in the Taylor company. So obviously that meant we were doing a lot of Taylor work, mm-hmm. but it wasn't just Taylor. We did a lot of, because Taylor, or because Paul Taylor is also linked to Martha Graham. So we did some Graham-based exercises. Um, and then, so it was like kind of a mix of a few different things. And then, hmm, oh, second year we did things uh, relating to counter technique and some limon and uh, different things like that, but it wasn't like specifically like this. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. We had, we did a Merce Cunningham piece mm. first semester sophomore year. So our contemporary classes were kind of dedicated to working on the, learning and working on the Cunningham technique for a few weeks while our artist in residence, our artist in residence, residence, residence was there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that's that. Um, let me ask you, okay. So this is, I think, a question that a lot of people who are dance majors may get. Well, not really a question, but more of a reaction when people found out that you were going to dance or you were going to school to major in dance did you have any negative reactions from people because i feel like dance people hear that you're going to school for us to be a dancer you know you could get really positive feedback and some people are like oh like good luck getting a job stuff like that so i'm curious to know if you've ever if you did or if you still do get any kind of negative feedback for that love that question yeah um i remember a few instances in la actually in school of people being oftentimes uber drivers or like someone i was just gonna i was just thinking uber drivers (laughs) yeah like sometimes you get into a combo with your uber driver and they're like oh like what's your major and very nice people you know but they're like what's your major and i'm like dance and I say it confidently because I know that that is my path and like yeah. path. And I thought about it for a long time. Like there was a period in high school where I was like, maybe I don't want to be a dance major, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so <laughs> I'll say dance, and they're like, oh, um, like <laughs> and they'll, be, they'll be like, yo, like oh, okay, you know, like and, yeah. and they're all like, oh, like at USC, I didn't know they had a dance. Program. Right, because USC is a very hard school to get into. Yeah, it's it's like okay, I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's, oh, it's it is. That's like a like a pretty like yeah hard to get into like academic school. Yeah, um, and dance, very hard to get into with dance. They don't realize um, a lot about the dance programs because it's like kind of new. Mm-hmm. It's uh, opened like just a few years ago, so they're like, oh, USC is a dance program. I'm like, yeah, it's like you know like. Yeah. Program. So, um, but then they'll be like, <laughs> there's little hints of judgment, like little mm-hmm. hints of, oh, okay. Or, mm-hmm. or, oh, I love the, yeah, well, my son, um, or my whatever, wanted to be a musician, but, you know, I just told them that they need about, they need something more realistic. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, <sighs> wanting to say, like, they, like, if you want to make music, like, make music, like, right. And, it, and it's, it's hard for some people, and some people don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. But I also, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. I, it's I, hard. I do. Some people need 
to do jobs where they know majors where they know they're going to leave and get a job but i'm very fortunate in that that isn't my reality and part of the reason that i went to usc is so that i can leave and know that i'll have hopefully a job in the dance school so i do get a little upset when just when people are like oh mm-hmm. you know um they're like it's hard to get a job it is hard to get a job but also you don't know like you don't know <laughs> you're right. not like um and i've gotten like <laughs> um, one time someone was, well this is i think it's been a few times where they're like oh like you don't want to like you never thought about you know auditioning for like so you can get an answer something oh my gosh like um world of dance yeah or, or <laughs> i'll get the oh well you don't want to you never like auditioned for like music videos or anything or, or broadway or anything mm-hmm. and i'm like ah, like no because i chose to go to co- that like that's the whole point like i right. chose to go to college right like that's why like but a lot of times it's met with like one time someone said something like well that's okay you know like we all can't like get our dreams <laughs> because like, I how are we supposed to react to that you know yeah. yeah i was like oh like so you think you can dance just isn't like what i want to pursue right. totally different style of dance yeah i was like that's not that's just like not where i see my career and he, he was like okay well you know not everyone can make it and I was right like, like, oh wow you really read me yeah and i think people who are not dancers they think that so you think you can dance and you know dance with the stars that's the only dance there is in the world they don't know you know there's concert dance and there's lots of different avenues you can go with dance it's not so you think you can dance or you don't make it and i think people who don't dance have a hard time realizing that so i think yeah that can be frustrating mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a lot of people who are like, wow, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. I've had conversations with Uber drivers who are like, I'm really passionate about ballet. I love ballet or I love watching contemporary or, um, or even people who be like, yeah, like I'm a hip hop dancer. I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. So, so says, did you get any of that? I did. Yeah. I think, um, everyone at my dance studio was very supportive, obviously, I- because they're dancers and they understand my dance teacher miss lacita if you're listening love you she was so supportive and so it was it's funny i when i told um someone else that i got in they weren't very excited and it just kind of it hurt because i'm gonna brag a little point park it's a good dance school and i was really proud so i told them and they were like eh whatever and I told her, and she was so excited. I literally started crying because I was so happy that, like, I didn't. I guess it made me like realize it was a, a big accomplishment. Anyway, I digress. So, she was excited. Everyone that I danced with was excited, but a few, like high school wise, I guess it was kind of, um, different. I went to a small private high school, and I was, you know, all my friends were on sports teams and things like that, and I danced and. I didn't really know anyone else there who did dance. Um, so I guess just trying to explain what most people don't hear of Point Park unless they're dancers. So explaining what point, where Point Park is, it's for dance. Like, I promise it's a real school. Um, things like that. I remember once I was at a friend's house and I was talking with their parents. 
and they were like, oh, so like, what are your plans for next year? This was our senior year. And I said I was going to Point Park for dance, and I could just tell they were like, oh, like, what do you, like, what do you plan on? They, I think they did ask me, they were like, what do you plan on doing with that? Yes, yes, all the time I get that. And I'm like, well, what do you plan on doing with a business degree? You know, like. I always say, I always say, dance. <laughs> I plan on dancing, you know, I plan on doing, well, yeah, there's. You could ask that for any major, you know, business, super broad, marketing, super broad. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you plan on doing with that? And it's just, yeah, it's frustrating mm-hmm. that some people have that negative reaction. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's understandable, I think, if you don't, if you're not, if you haven't been around dance, it's kind of hard to understand that. And... Thankfully... I think we, I can speak for both of us, we had parents yeah. who were really supportive. So Yeah, they never questioned our choices, which we're lucky. Because some people, yeah, they don't go for dance because their parents want them to get a, quote, real job, which is a shame because you can <laughs> get a real job with dance. Um, Rockets make a lot of money, I will say that. I do know that. They are... Yeah. If you ever see a rocket, they're always in Lululemon. Mm. Lululemon is not cheap. (laughs) Not cheap at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely some negativity, but a lot of positivity as well. Yeah. So I guess the point, if you want to be a dance major... Do it. Follow your dreams. If you want to be... Literally any type of dancer, all your dreams. I told people, there's a time where I told people that I was going to, like, I never got to do it, but, like, tell Uber drivers that I was, like, some, like, makeup majors and, like, see how far I could go and, like, in, in, uh, entertain all their questions. So they'd yeah. say, what's your major? I would say, like, culinary arts. <laughs> I was, like, just, like, random things that I know nothing about. Yeah. You probably could. Uber drivers are very, some are very, um... They love a good conversation. Yeah, I remember once in Pittsburgh, I told an Uber driver that I was a dance major, and he was he was older. He was so cute, and he was so excited. He said that he used to dance when he was younger and do, like, the jive and stuff like that. And I was like, I love that. <laughs> so cute. Um, love it. Yeah, so if you want to be a dance major, like we said earlier, do your research, because it is a lot different than high school dance if you're coming from the competition world and that's one of the reasons why I did not stay was not because I loved competition dance because I did not but it just um wasn't what I thought it was and what I saw myself doing for the rest of my life that's on that so let's talk a little bit about the toll that dance takes on your body and because let me tell you people if you're a I was going to say if you're a sports person if you're an athlete or something no hate on athletes I know that's definitely a lot on your body and very taxing but so is dance I think dance is really overlooked in that sense Mm -hmm. so Luke what is your experience with how dance affects your body and what do you do to like recover from that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> dance is I know it doesn't seem like that if you've been listening to the podcast it doesn't seem like that but when I'm dancing like especially when I'm at school I, I do try to eat well like throughout the day definitely not. yeah how does nutrition play a role in that right okay so um yeah it's it's just important to I it's it's important to fuel your body um because I know that it's best my body does obviously does its best work when it's nourished so just trying to fill myself with good things that can get me a through the day and b um keep me strong um to avoid injuries um Oh, and, and, but definitely, you know, some weekends, you know? Oh, yeah, you have to indulge. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Also, like, a lot of nights. Ice cream, you know, we love having, like, all of our dance friends over and having, like, Domino's movie at nights. Like, yes. So important to have a balance. Um, the uh, thing with dance majors, like, at nighttime. <laughs> For sure. Um, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna sugarcoat it like it's hard and like body image problems are are real Mm -hmm. um but i think that a conversation in the dance world right now that should have been more so probably should still be more so is like mental health in dance um Mm -hmm. i know that usc is starting to make strides toward that like what we can do um just like opening up the conversation so yeah i think i guess i would say it's important to just like take good care of your body there is a at school there's a fitness center like a fitness room in the building which is really nice you know they have pilates reformer machines mm-hmm. gyro tonic i don't know i'm making that up there's <laughs> i think it's gyrotonic gyrotonic machines um <laughs> There's like a bike and like all these um, weights and resistance bands and things that you can use to work out. So sometimes I would go in there if I had things that I needed to strengthen, um, work on ice. They have ice in there, which is good for you know, swelling, injuries. Um, there's also a PT at Kaufman who's so great, who is at Kaufman all this, like literally all the time. Um, I went to her, I had a knee injury. Um, and I went to her and I, okay, so this is, I guess, how it takes a toll on your body. I got an injury during ballet class. I landed a jump wrong and my knee, like, eh, kind of like, and it was like hard because I was out. I wasn't out for a long time. I was only out for a few days. Um, but even like those few days I was like sitting, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I was like, I was so scared because I was like, what? I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happened to my knee. couldn't walk on it at the time. I was like, what, like, did I break it? Like, or no, don't break it. <laughs> it's like, it did something really serious just happen. Yeah. What if I can never dance again? Like, those are things that go through your head, um, which are real things. Like, people people have to shift their mindset of career if a serious injury occurs. So, thankfully, it was minor. And thankfully the PT at Kaufman and also the student health center took care of me um, and gave me exercises and made appointments. So yeah, it's just, I guess it it's important to take care of your body because it does take a toll on you. Some days I am so tired and like 
exhausted and and just need to go home and like mm-hmm. lay out um so yeah it's just like knowing how to best handle that also i will say starting in college i've been doing more like cross training i've never ever went to the gym mm-hmm. in high school just because i was afraid that it would like make my muscles really tight right and you don't have time in high school honestly mm. or a gym membership no like, i did not have yeah. right <laughs> right um yeah i've been like trying to sometimes going to the gym honestly i haven't gone in so long but it's okay yeah just trying to like keep up with your body not for aesthetics though like not for like to look a certain way Mm -hmm. i think i think the goal should be to you know perform your best yeah yeah well i think that's I think it's a really good point you brought up about mental health and like body image because when I was originally thinking about the toll it takes on your body I was thinking of more physically because I think that's an obvious way it takes a toll on your body you know you're dancing how many hours a week and obviously you can be injured ice your body nutrition things like that but no one really talks about like the mental strain it takes on your body I think it really does. I mean, if you think about it as a dancer, your, you know, dance studios have mirrors. Most do. Like you're you're staring at yourself for hours a day. You know, maybe eight hours a day, five days a week. So you're constantly, from a young age, just kind of picking apart your body, and your teachers are picking apart your body, not in a negative way all the time, but just, you know, your body is. It sounds cheesy, but, like, your body's your instrument. Um, you know, it's not, like, you're another major where you're using your... Yes, you, you use your brain with dance, but, you know, a, a business major, it doesn't really matter what they look like or matter what their body's doing. Where dance, you know, your body is dance. Um, so I think, yeah, that definitely mental health is a big thing with dance and staying... Where am I going with this? Staying positive, even though you can be really hard on yourself for whether it's the way you look, how you're performing, what piece you're in, what show you're in. It's a lot of it's a it's it's mentally tiring, I think. And I would say like like also remembering why you like. Why you love dance? Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't choose to go to school in order to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go to USC because they're going to make me pretty. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm going to go to USC so I can further my education, try to become a better dancer, try to become a better artist, human. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not about what you look like like it's about a lot of times in terms of like dance it's it's about what you dance like not Mm -hmm. what you look like yeah that's a a hard line that some people or that it's easy to confuse yeah i think dance is becoming more progressive in that sense where it really used to be i guess especially with ballet and i guess it still is with ballet in a sense you have to look a certain way um like i know for like me i can never be a ballerina like my body is just not built like that but I think with other styles, what? 
I think anyone could be a ballerina. Oh, yeah. I think now, I think, yeah, anyone can. But, you know, things, they're evolving. They used to be you have to have a certain body. You have to look a certain way. You have to be this tall, this whatever. But I think it's getting, dance has gotten a lot better with you can have different bodies and still dance. You know, you don't have, there's no one way you have to look to dance. (laughs) Which I think is really important. So important. So. Because then that mental state does impact your physical state. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's been on the <laughs> dance. I was having a nightmare. <laughs> is that what that noise was? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Buster. Have something to say, then say it. Say it. Uh, okay anyway um, yes that's how mental health and i agree with everything you said about physical health nutrition obviously plays a huge role in it you have to fuel your body eat enough i think a lot of dancers don't eat enough because they want to look skinny or lose weight which i know like i've been there but you have to eat a lot as a dancer because you're dancing a lot you know, especially the college dance I'm talking about. Um, yeah, fueling your body with good food, sugar sometimes, moderation. All the time. All the time. <laughs> no, yeah, you can eat it whenever you want. Also, um, if you are looking for schools, try to do your research there too. What are their mental health resources? Mm-hmm. Um, how do they follow through with their mental health resources? Also, if you can, if you know anyone at the school, I think talk to them about these things. Like, it, especially if it's something that concerns you, um, talk to them about these things because there are some, like, some schools who do a better job with this than others. So yeah. I think it's really important to be somewhere where it's not going to affect your mental health. So try to talk to them. Like, how do the teachers feel about this? Or, like, what's, like, you know, like it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's really important. And I think most schools have free counseling, free mental health resources, yeah, but definitely look into that and don't be afraid to reach out because college is overwhelming and dance is overwhelming, and putting them together mm-hmm. very your overwhelming. health is like the most important thing. Yeah. So agree. Put that first. Yes, absolutely. I have a question for you, Mary. Yeah. How do you feel? Okay, so Mary's a nutritionist now. She's in your nutrition major. Is that what it is? Is that what yeah. nutrition title? Yeah. How do you feel dance and your experience with dance um, has informed your major now and your future career path and your hope for that? How do you feel that dance um, and how do that practice of how to fuel your body and really be in tune with your body. I feel like dancers are like pretty in tune with their bodies. How do you think that has informed or misinformed mm. your um, studies now? Well, I think part of the reason why I chose nutrition as a major was because I was always kind of into healthy eating growing up. I mean, I really did not eat super healthy. I kind of ate whatever I wanted 
and I had a really good metabolism and it didn't really affect me ever. Yeah. Um, so I, but I was into making healthy recipes sometimes, but then I got really into it in college. Um, uh, and then, so then I decided, I was like, oh, you know, let me try nutrition as a major. That's something I'm interested in. Not knowing how much science was in it, but anyway, I ended up really liking it. I'm happy where I am. But I think I've seen a lot of people have skewed opinions on nutrition with dance. I think I'll, I remember I watched a video once of this dancer on YouTube and I was like, oh, um, like what I eat in a day and like how I track calories as a dancer. Yeah. And she's like, has a notebook and it's writing down everything she eats and writing down the calories in it and everything. And it's so messed up and you know she's eating she's like oh you know for breakfast i have half of an apple and then for lunch i have a piece of bread with this and that and you know even my teacher at my studio um growing up she was from russia and they were very strict there with um dance and body and how you're supposed to look and restricting food and she kind of told us that sometimes she would say you know Sometimes I'll eat cake for dinner and then I won't eat all day the next day. And luckily that didn't, it never registered in my head as something that you should do. I mean, it easily could have because that's so wrong. Um, So I think I know, yeah, I see a lot of dancers have misinformed information about that. And I think part of what I want to do with nutrition is help girls who do suffer from you know, poor body image or poor eating habits, whether they are dancers or not. But because, yeah, I mean, I've definitely been in that situation where I wanted to look a certain way and I wanted to look better as a dancer. So I know what that feels like. Um, Yeah, I just... I don't know where I'm going right now, but I think... Dancers just need to be aware of eating enough. That's so not- sad. It's like a really sad and serious yeah. thing. Yeah. But let's break the stigma. Stigma, you know, eat. Dancers need to eat, you know? Everyone needs to eat. <laughs> yeah. Dancers and athletes especially, for sure. Um, it's Everyone. a lot. Yeah. So that's my two cents there. So before we wrap it up, let's talk a little about a little bit about career goals. So I do not have, I mean, I have career goals. I want to be a dietitian, but that's, you know, not related to dance. But Luke is still a dance major. So Luke, what are your career goals with dance? Where do you see yourself? Where do you, yeah, what, what, what does your future look like? Ideal future. Um, I'll have to tell you, my future is very bright, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing sunglasses because it's so bright. I'm wearing shades. Yes, shades. Um, No, no, no. In all seriousness, I obviously am really passionate about dance. (laughs) Obviously. Um, Yeah, I think this is something that's been really on my mind lately. What is my... um, voice and dance and why why like why you know why so um what can i give to the dance community what can i do for the greater community 
So I'm would say that my forte lies in ballet and contemporary dance. Um, that's yeah. So that's kind of where I want to focus when I graduate. Um, I definitely see myself in a concert company. If you guys don't know, like concert, um, that's like ballet company, contemporary company. There's concert hip hop companies. It's basically like a style of dance that travels around usually mm-hmm. and like, just, like live performances. I don't know how to best describe it. Yeah, but yeah. Kind of like, like I would say like it's often in the binary of concert versus commercial and commercial oftentimes looks like TV show, movies, um, music videos, or like performers, like um, say like J-Lo has a concert that you go see. Those dancers are typically deemed commercial dancers. But also it is argued that there's not really a binary between them. Like there's a lot of similarities or, you know, that's a different discussion. (laughs) But um, I see myself in the concert world. Um, doing ballet, contemporary ballet, contemporary, um, again, not sure what company, not sure where, you know, things are really changing, especially uh, from COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also something that I've, my teachers have been challenging us to think about is how we're going to come out of this and what we're going to give. Um, live dance is going to look different, at least for a little bit. So, you know, like, I'm also pretty passionate about film and different media. So I think it'd be cool to, I wish that I, okay, this is my personal personal (laughs) statement. I wish that um, concert dance could be more, like, accessible, I think, to people. Because, like, we were talking about before, people think that, so you think in dance and world of dance are the only forms. Um, but there's so many other things yeah. that I feel like I relate to. Um, so maybe other people would also relate to. Um, so that is kind of a goal of mine to get that out there more. Um, but, you know, we shall see. I also like, oh my gosh, did I tell you about my dream about how I was on Broadway? Yeah. <laughs> I, I could still see Luke on Broadway. I would love to be on Broadway. That would Good just all. I would love love that. Um yeah, I don't know. You know, I wanna do lots of things. I wanna um yeah. And I think, you can. The world is yours. The thing that I wanna do, well what I'm deciding what I'm discovering more is that I really wanna just like dance for a reason. Always dance for to share, to celebrate to uplift mm-hmm. um or even if the reason is to not have a reason you know just to dance dance you know yeah just staying true to my purpose yes so important well, i think yeah i definitely see you in concert dance thank you all somewhere hopefully on the east coast <gasps> <laughs> you like, you want to stay on the east coast what? You, you think you want to stay on the east coast when you graduate i think so i see myself as an east coast gal but you know i'm i'm not not open to moving i'll say that like if anyone has a job <laughs> yeah anyone you know i get yeah 
Mm-hmm. I'm open to anything, but as of right now, I see myself on the East Coast, whether it's New Jersey, Philly, yeah. New York, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I could see that for you. I could also see you just like <laughs> going through like a year in your life. It would only be a brief time because then you would realize that you don't like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> of like living in a ranch in the middle I, of Yeah. <laughs> I see myself as like a farm girl for a brief period of time. Like having chickens and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, like who knows? You like have your like own like farm where you like raise like like make food, grow food for my yeah. <gasps> who knows? Maybe I'll end up in the south. <laughs> the world is our oyster. Uh-huh. <laughs> the world is your oyster. Wait, but, but, <laughs> the world is <laughs> the world is everyone's oyster. So do what you want. What? Don't tell anyone. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Amen. Um, do your thing. Yeah. All right. Well, this episode has been quite long, I believe. Um, if you're still listening, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Stay tuned for our next episode. Um, it's a good one. Make sure to check the link. The link's yeah. down below. Um, you know, stay educated. Stay curious. Stay. Stay awesome. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay, so at the end of each episode, we go one, two, three, squeeze, and you squeeze your eyes really big and until your eyes pop out. So that's what we're going to do. All right, ready? guys, ready? One, one two, two, three, squeeze. <laughs> Bye, guys.